going to rant a bit about nostalgia and childhood. Because now that I'm slowly but surely entering a field in which, you know, families are often the focus and what happens within the household to a child can often influence them or actually not just influence, shape their whole line of thinking down the road and turn them into it can be one of two things it can either make them empathetic or completely cold to the world you have to think back to your own experience as a child you know it's because we all obviously were children at one point but when you think about it there are definitely many key events in everybody's individual life which would then them on either straight and narrow or off the beaten path or down the path of destruction so if you think of the, the classic example of like four or five generations of alcoholics or you know, three generations of whatever it is three generations of some kind of illness of the mind This is why photo albums can sometimes be painful to look at because I'm sure for many people it's like they see promise. I mean, I see myself even. I I don't I don't look at my photo album too much just because of you don't want to spark memories, right? But then obviously there's things in the household as I was saying earlier that will shape a child and they will develop behavior and patterns in their behavior and traits and characteristics. Their personality gets formed. All of these things happen in the, what do they call it? Formative years, the early childhood High school. High school is often a turning point for people, right? High school is often a turning point down the wrong road. Then we have to, we also have to consider, and we love it. This, this is something that human beings love, is the sort of transformation, you know what I mean? Like, the super losing of weight, the repairing of mental health, the you know, learning new skills, the buying of a new home, the being able to save to buy a new home, change of career, all of the things in which you go from one thing to a, a better thing. We love that story too. And people get to that point, even coming from shitty environments, right? Then there's people who come from great environments who end up going down a shitty road, you know, this is some real, like, I know I'm philosophizing here, I guess, and like going all over the place, but it's true, right? You know, we are often present and in the moment, or at least we try to live in the moment. 
we try not to envision the future too much you have to take the actions now so that the future that you're hoping for will materialize and then we also have to think about what are past experiences this is why resume this is why resumes and cvs you list down all of your work experience why are you suitable for a specific thing right now based on that you know what has your experience taught you what has your experience given you the words resiliency and grit two other words that are often that you see a lot now being used for various reasons resiliency grit can you grind out something some people think that blind resiliency and grinding out things blindly can also be a waste of time like why if it's so rough why bother putting yourself through it sometimes it's a character building thing as well the building of character through trials and tribulations it's always in the trial and tribulation. So it's always when you're backed in a corner that you come up with some real, real next level power moves, so to speak. It's how you fight your way out of it. It's how you push your way through the door. A quote-unquote closed door. You kick the door down. You kick, you kick it in, battering ram. You know? People coming from childhoods where they were backed in the quarter come out fighting come out swinging doing what they gotta do some people their transformation happens later in life a 50 year old switches their whole game up and becomes something else gets a degree gets a new career it happens it's an ongoing process of transformation changes of decision making of resiliency and grit to the world which doesn't stop turning and things keep happening around you often it's not good to necessarily internalize a victim mentality where things happen to you but things do happen to people you know so anyway think of think of the the classic scenario of oh look at that drunk picture you know so and so was so blackout on Facebook. I'm thinking back to like you know oh look at the you know in, in the in the dorms the people were passed out in the hallway and this guy you know he didn't even, he didn't even make it into his room he just passed out in the, in the in the doorway and people and the person when the person wakes up from that drunken state they feel so embarrassed and they feel so ashamed and it's like. It might be one week of them getting, you know, people shit talking them, and then life goes on, right? The bottom or low points can be forgotten. Once you, it's, not, it's not necessarily like ignoring it, but once you start building yourself from scratch, you don't even really need to 
give too much attention to past zero out of ten periods scenarios. But sometimes again the chip the chip on the shoulder, the back against the wall. That's when you really That's work I guess that's when like you're at your most creative, right? When your back is against the wall. Or when you're in the final stress-filled moment of a decision needs to be made. You make the decision whether or not it becomes the best decision or the worst decision, or maybe it's just whatever. But you gotta make a decision back against the wall. So anyway, thanks for listening to that rant. Metaphysician 7. Peace.